Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Insider 20s podcast with me, Lauren Snyder. Before we get into the conversation today, I just wanted to start off by thanking you all so much for such supportive, sweet messages over on Instagram and on my YouTube videos about the episode launch last week or the podcast launch, I should say, last week. I was just overwhelmed with love from you guys and support and it truly made my entire life. Like it was the best to see you guys as excited for this podcast as I am and just really reassured me that this was the best move to make and this community support is just amazing right off the bat. So thank you. Thank you for that. But today the conversation is going to be all about trusting the timing of life in your 20s. There is no point in your 20s of where you need to be or where you should be. And I just want to reiterate today that the timing of things that happen in your life are happening for you and you need to just truly trust and believe that everything in your life is going to unfold as it should at its own pace on your own timeline. Especially if you are in your 20s, you know how relatable and true this is. We have friends that are in so many different areas of life, whether it's friends from college, high school, acquaintances, coworkers, colleagues that are the same age as us, except they're living completely different lives, at least from the outside perspective. And it can be very intimidating because you think, oh my gosh, they're getting married, they're starting a family, moving into a home, or you have friends that are still in school, getting a higher degree of education, whether that be law school or med school, friends starting a new routine of that nine to five job life. And it's hard because sometimes you could think that you are rushing through your 20s or you could feel like you're a little behind because you aren't in that relationship yet. You aren't purchasing a home yet and settling down and it can be nerve-wracking. Believe me, I've been there and I've gotten in that spiral before, especially with comparing where I'm at in terms of like relationships as to where some of my friends are at. And that has led to a negative headspace and I don't want anyone else to get in that rut because I know it's so common in your 20s. But there's so many mindful shifts that I had throughout this year, which I'll share with you guys today of in mindful things that you can do in your day-to-day life that will truly help you get into this headspace of, okay, my life is not too far ahead or I'm not too far behind. I'm right where I need to be and things are going to work out for me because they always do. You know, you can look back on so many different times and moments in your life where this and that happened so this could happen. You know what I mean? And honestly, it wasn't until my post-grad life where I really adopted the true belief that things in my life are all uncontrollable and my life is going to unfold as it should at its own pace. And there's no rush to get to a certain stage of life. And coming from someone who is incredibly type A and not a go with the flow person, I'm more of when does the flow start type of person. Trusting that things are just going to happen as they should is hard for me to do. And like not having control over things that happen, that's hard. But there's things that I practiced and learned that have gotten me at a stage in life where I can feel very content with where I'm at and not feel the need to compare myself to where maybe friends are at or where an older sibling was at or colleagues, whatever it is, and just be happy with where I'm at and excited about what's to come in the future. Of course, before you can even get to this feeling of contentment about where you are at in your life, 
You need to determine what fulfills you and what your dreams are for your life and coming to terms with the visions that you have set for yourself and the goals you have set for yourself. And thinking about this is a great thing to do during a transitional period of your life. Maybe that's a new job that you are taking on and so you want to realign with the visions and the goals you have set for yourself or you're feeling like you are in a rut or a little bit stuck. I can honestly say my first year post-grad, I was totally in a complete rut. It probably started the second semester of my senior year, which I'll give a little story about that in a second, but it can make you feel very stressed out and stuck about what's coming next. And so when you allow time with yourself to figure out what fulfills you and what adds to your cup and what the dreams are for that next stage of life for yourself or that next best version of yourself, you are creating that vision for your life. And creating a vision board is really helpful to do this. I like to do it at the beginning of every year or at the beginning of the month. Of course, the beginning of the year is a great time to do it because it helps you reach some goals that you may have set for yourself, whether they're personal, financial, or career-related. It's always good to have something that you are working towards so you feel that sense of purpose. And my post-grad life was a little bit confusing at first because it was probably the hardest transition time in my life that I've gone through because I was struggling with what the next step was going to be for me. I was um, applying for jobs and I was sending in application after application and I remember it was crickets for literally months and I was feeling so discouraged and just inadequate honestly because my friends were getting interviews left and right and some of my friends even had jobs lined up and had somewhere to go post-grad and something to do and I just felt completely stuck and almost like a failure because I had worked so hard in school. I had a great resume and nothing was coming to fruition to me. And then I remember I had a phone call with my dad and I was just bawling, feeling worthless of all of the work and everything that I had put into getting my degree in marketing and then for nothing to come about it. It was really discouraging. And he told me, he's like, Lauren, your path of success is right in front of your face and you are ignoring it. And I was like, dad, what do you mean? And he's like, your social media, this is a sign right now that you need to keep it going and go for it. It's on a roll right now. So why would you stop and try to do something different? And I will always take any piece of advice from my dad ever because that man is so freaking smart. I don't know if it was the validation I needed from my dad to say, you know what? Hey, you're killing this. You're rocking it. Keep going with it. It probably was that little validation that I needed. But honestly, it was right in front of me and I was ignoring it. I was making myself feel like this failure when that was so far from the truth because I had worked so hard on my social media as well to make it where it was and create a job out of it essentially once I graduated and it led me to where I'm at today and had I ignored the sign in front of me to pursue social media my life could be completely different and again it goes to show that in that moment getting a traditional job after I graduated from college was not in the cards for me the timing of where my social media was the timing of when I graduated school was all aligning right for me. Everything was happening for me. And in that moment, I had no sense of trusting the timing of things. I was just like, oh yeah, you're right, dad. Okay, I will pursue social media. But a year and a half later, reflecting on it, 
I now understand that the timing of things is going to work out and your life is going to unfold at its own pace. And it's not going to match up to what your friends are doing, whether they are in relationships, getting married, moving into homes and creating families. If your timeline allows you to do something a little bit different, do it. Do not compare where you are at with where someone else is at. And it's so easy to do that in this day and age, especially with social media, which brings me to the next point is consuming less of other people's lives. It is so inevitable for us to do this. I still do it and I have to constantly take mental note whenever I'm making a little comparison of myself to someone that I'm watching on TikTok or somebody's YouTube video that I'm watching because you only know what people tell you about themselves, what they post on Instagram, what they post on TikTok or Facebook or Snapchat. We are all the editors of our own self-image. We all get to choose how we show up on the internet to thousands or millions of people. And so when you compare yourself to that person that you watch on TikTok who works a nine to five job, but they're traveling every other weekend and you think to yourself, oh my God, I wish I had that life. And you look at your life then with a sense of scarcity because you don't have that. But think to yourself, for one, how long has she been working hard to get to where she's at? I can almost guarantee you it's not an entry-level job that she's been working. She probably worked really, really hard so that she could have those weekends to travel and make that income so that she could travel. Think about things like that and use it instead as a way of motivation so that you can eventually get to that point. There's going to be periods of your life where you have to prioritize things more than others. Maybe spend the next four to six months really prioritizing work so that you can set aside a good chunk of money so that you can travel on those weekends that you want off. I guarantee you if you sat down with that person and asked them how they got to where they're at today, they wouldn't tell you they just got there from sitting around and working their nine to five job average. Like they definitely spent a period of time working above average, probably working overtime, maybe adding in a little job of serving on the weekends or weeknights. So don't compare. And I know it's so much easier said than done, but really try hard to not compare the lifestyle of someone else to your own lifestyle. And if you do want something like that, figure out how you could add it into your life. Switch some things up. There's going to be points in your life where you have to hustle more than others. Hustle so you can get that life that you dream of and you want, you know? And back to the consumption of others. I know that was a little bit of a tangent that I went on, but it's inevitable that we are going to be scrolling on social media and see people's lives that we admire and strive for. But rather than using it as something to put yourself down and belittle a stage of life that you are in, Use it as that motivation, as I said, and also be mindful of the thoughts that come into your head when you are consuming this content. Are you speaking negatively to yourself? Because negative self-talk is going to get you nowhere. I always say, fake it until you make it. Because the more positive things you say to yourself and the more you show up as the next best version of yourself, or at least pretend it to be, it's going to happen in a matter of time because you are putting that energy out there into the world that you are this person and that you have this confidence and people will pick up on it too and you will notice your life will subtly start to change because you are showing up in your life as that person that you strive to be 
and the next best version of yourself. And if it means that you are going to reinvent yourself, let it be. Let that happen. Your 20s are a time to reinvent yourself and figure out parts of yourself that you maybe didn't identify with before and shed those layers of you that no longer serve you. Pause, pivot, and prioritize. I will say this a lot right now because there is no rush to figure out your life. There's no timeline to figure out who you are. It's never too late to start over. And when you pause and pivot and prioritize the things in your life, you are working at finding things that fulfill you and bring you gratitude and joy at the end of the day. And if it means taking a step back from that job that just doesn't make you happy, even though it is making an income for you, maybe you do have to just take a few months off and find something different. Find something that's going to invigorate you because the more passionate you are about what you are doing for work, the better you're going to be at it and it's going to serve you better in the long run. If you are working a job that is draining your mental health and you have the ability to, leave it. I know it can be so much easier said than done, but your mental health is worth so much more than that income or that job that you walk into every single day and you just dread doing because there's so many other ways to make an income and maybe you have to just pick up serving or working retail for a little bit until you find something that is more sustainable for you. Times are going to be uncomfortable in life and you just have to embrace those moments and there's no rush in life, especially in your 20s, to figure everything out. Everything is figure outable, but you have to be content with knowing it's all going to work out and it's never too late to start over. Use your 20s as a time to reinvent yourself. I will always remember a few months after living in Florida, I was feeling very burnt out and really stagnant with social media. I wasn't feeling creative anymore and I was comparing my content to other content creators, which just was not a healthy mindset for me. So I knew I needed to take a little bit of a step back from social media, posting less and focusing on something different, reflecting on what fills my cup. I love fitness classes. I love moving my body and working out. And if you guys keep up with my Instagram and YouTube videos, you know that. And I was actually a sales associate at Orange Theory during that time. And I thought, you know what? I would love to be a coach here. So I looked into getting my group fitness certification, went through the whole process of that, and eventually ended up coaching at the studio that I was a sales associate at. And it brought me so much joy and just engaging with the members and going into work every single day. And it was just such a mood booster every time I went in there. And that again goes to show that work doesn't have to be this dreadful thing. And if you find those things that fulfill you and work after what you wanna do, yes, you're gonna have to put things to the side. During that time, social media was my main source of income. And since I wasn't being as consistent with it anymore, I had to reconfigure my budget a little bit so that I wasn't overspending. And, you know, Orange Theory is not going to pay the bills by no means. But using that time to focus on something else that made me feel good and helped my mental health allowed me to get back into social media because it re-inspired me and gave me that sense of purpose that I wanted back again. And that felt really, really good. So if you can, I definitely recommend finding something that also fulfills you and not putting all of your worth and fulfillment into your career. There are no mistakes or accidents 
in maybe a career that you choose or a friendship or relationship that you end up in because there's lessons that we need to learn and people we need to meet experiences that we'll also need to have and our lives are all going to unfold as they should at their own pace and on their own timeline and we're just born to simply live and not stress and obsess over these things and allow things to come into our life at their own time and adopting this belief that everything is going to happen as it should has been really difficult for me but one mindful practice that I continually did to really believe that timing is such an asset to my life and it's something that is happening for me, not to me, was to look at things in my life in a different way or incidents when they occurred. For example, I think it was like one morning um, I was going to a workout class like Orange Theory or something about a year ago and I was driving there and I was already running late, but I was hitting every single red light and I'm like, oh my God, like this is so annoying. And then the last red light before I was about to turn into the studio, there was a car accident right in front of me. And I remember thinking, had I been 15 seconds earlier, if one of those lights had been green, that could have been me. And it again goes to show whether it's something big or little, everything is meant to work out as it should. And that's all in the timing of things. Like 15 seconds earlier, that car could have been me in that incident. And I was thankful that I was running late that morning. I was thankful for all of those red lights. And of course, they were irritating me on my way there. But if I kept trying to go against everything that was happening to me in that moment, I would have ended up in a completely worse situation. So all of that to say, the timing of your life is truly meant to happen for you. And I hope the conversation and episode today gave you all a sense of comfort and maybe different things that you could do if you are feeling, although you're in a rut and you want to reinvent yourself a little bit in your 20s, use this as motivation and little things you can do to create that next best version of yourself and trust the timing of how things align in your life. But I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in and I will chat with you next week. Bye guys. 